Ridiculous with another episode. And today we're going to talk about bad science. Yes, there is such thing as bad or you can call it also junk science. So the science that is not really good. It means that, you know, the, the science, what it says is not really accurate. And it's not really based on any substantial scientific evidence to support some facts that the science is supporting. So I think today, even with all the coronavirus and the deniers of the vaccines, um, we hear so many things, so many stupid uh, scientific you know, facts about the vaccines or coronavirus or other related health um, issues about it. And we hear a lot, and this is a really daily routine of ours to hear bad science. Now, the thing is that we are not really expert in science. You know, we only scientists are. So for us, it's a bit more challenging, let's say, to understand it. And it makes sense, you know, in a way. But another aspect, of course, is that we actually need to do this to have some kind of recognition mechanism to develop it and to understand when we hear something is a scientific fact, whether from a scientist or a non-scientist, um, whether it's in the media, in the news, or other um, in the books, you know, whatever you are hearing or uh, reading about them. So you need to develop some kind of mechanism to criticize what you are hearing, you know, to have some kind of filters and to understand a little bit and judge whether what you're hearing has got some meritics if it, that is good scientists, science or not whether it's bad, whether it's a junk science and people are telling just to say something that is maybe they're telling to support some kind of view they have or, you know, um, they're telling for other own personal reason. But you don't care about their reason. You care about facts, especially today with uh, the pandemics or any other aspects whether it's health related, you know, a pill you're looking, a treatment you're looking, whether it's about the environment sciences, and uh, we're here about climate change, global warming, all these things. And, you know, the scenario, the worst scenarios, case scenarios that a lot of different scientists are talking about it. And whether other aspects of our daily life that science is giving information about it, uh, our work, uh, our way of living, our children, you know, our loved ones, it just is science all around us. Everything we do comes from a scientific uh, discovery uh, scientific, that led to scientific fact. So if we are able to spot bad science then that would be very important to us to have some kind of filters to not just repeat 
you know, things that we are hearing elsewhere, but to have this understanding what we hear and act on that, you know, um, depending on what we're going to use this information, we are hearing about it. So um, let's talk about ways you can do it. Now, a lot of times we hear this sensational headlines like um, climate change uh, or about the vaccines now, which is really spot on news about um, the vaccines not working, let's say. The deniers saying vaccines have got chips on and then they will put in chips on ourselves. So that is really catchy headline. You know, and usually what it is, is this headlines, yet it is appealing to the viewers. And when you click on the article or you hear about the story on news or in the social media, then this, the scientific reason behind it is not really, it's just not really, it's actually bad science, you know, that's, that is. So it makes. It, the headlines actually, uh, the aim of it is to make the sensation to uh, the public, but actually the actual news behind it is really uh, misleading. It's just really small, maybe no supported scientific fact um, that is really not so much strong that related to the headline, let's say. So the only thing that they had these headlines want you is to look at them, uh, to look at the content, but the content is actually rubbish. It's just junk science. And that is something that we need to understand maybe to actually read or just see the content of this headline and then to, you know, to understand, yes, is it worth it to, to keep reading, to keep learning about it, or is it not? Now, um, the other thing is that are the results, the results of uh, science uh, research, which actually is not really interpreted in a way that they should be from the scientists or even from journalists, let's say, from media. You know, you have some kind of scientific results, but people are not really understand them. So they are reading them or uh, communicating them really in the wrong direction. So instead of saying what it is, the results, which are actually very solid, they, they communicate in a really different uh, approach. So the results are not the same at the end of the day, you know, they are, are going to the other direction. So it's actually very useful to actually read in yourself and try to actually read not the this these those uh results that are misinterpreted by journalists or you know our communicator uh expert or you know other um other one that wrote an article about them but actually find the original research and read that one so you can actually get your own conclusion from that results and not base your view and, you know, your, um, your uh, experience from that 
on somebody else misinterpretation and just rely on your misinterpretation because some people can read the results in a way that are, you know, convenience of them. And we came to the third pillar, let's say, of uh, spotting about science, the conflict of interest. So some studies are made because some companies are funding them. And we need to uh, be very, you know, um, very aware of some finding uh, bodies that are, are funding some uh, research are not really, they have some interest. So they want the research to confirm what they want, what they want to sell, what they want, you know, they are saying in a way. So there are some conflict of interest and it's actually uh, some biases that results in really having uh, at the end of the day research that comes out of uh, financial gain, you know, uh, so the research is not really unbiased in a way. Like uh, the tobacco, you know, research at the end of the day, um, now we know tobacco is bad for you, but like in the 60s, in the 50s, people were saying tobacco is it's actually sexy. <laughs> and uh, the companies, the tobacco companies actually did funding their, that research saying that. And today we also have other examples like climate change, the oil industries has got conflicts of interest uh, with uh, climate change and global warming. So we have all these things in uh, science that results really bad science. The also we have the conclusions that some studies have, they're not really supported by evidence and really data that are without bias, that are um, really good data. So we have a saying in science and we say that jack in, which means the, the data that you are importing into science, into research, into studies are junk. So what you're having at the end of the day is junk out, which means all your conclusions are really gonna be junk if they rely on junk data. And it actually makes sense, you know? So the information you are putting into studies, the info information you are uh, measuring or you find it out can actually result to conclusions that are really junk or they're not really supported because uh, there's no real evidence, real evidence to conclude a study. So maybe you need more evidence or actually uh, a, a real data you know good data to have uh conclusions that you actually rely on let's say the truth the true scientific facts uh, another thing that people don't don't really understand is the sample size so in studies so the bigger sample size you have the better and the smaller 
sample size is means that we have a lower of confidence in our results. So, and that's why we would prefer a bigger sample size as bigger as possible. Now, maybe we don't have the right number at the end, especially in the early studies of something new. We tend to have really small sizes. And as the research progress, we have bigger sample sizes because we have no more. So, so the conclusion of that studies are much better, more concrete, and we can base our views on those. So when you read something and it's like 10 people use the data, or really 50 maybe, it depends of course uh, the science, about those, you know, try to find like thousands of even million people uh, as sample sizes or other um, depending of what the research is, of course. Now, um, another thing is that uh, is that, of course, the sample they took is really in number is really good, you know, but what they, what they have chose to as subject is not really presented of the population we want to study. And it's very, very common, this thing in, in science. So they choose a big sample size, but you know, what, who are on those uh, sample is not really representing of what we want to study. And it's really common in science because we need to take into consideration all the things we need to have this data set are gonna give us right conclusion. And we don't put um, the right sample, the not only quantity, but also quality, then we'll have bias and, you know, outcome that is gonna be not not the right one to make our own conclusions about it. So we have a lot of different things that you uh, need to see, let's say. And um, other thing is, of course, um, uh, and the peer review. So when you start in science, let's say a research, you do a test study. So you study all the science behind it, the, the previous studies, let's say, relating to a hypothesis you're trying to prove with science. So it's important of that material to be, you know, good quality, to be um, the right material you need as, let's say, that will be your foundation, you know. And uh, some studies, they don't do enough uh, research to find the right material, which can, and that material they end up have, can be flawed, cannot be, uh, the quantity of it cannot be right um, for the study. So we have other issues there. And something that is not really um, communicate when you write so much uh, um, in science, an article, scientific article. Okay, when you write a scientific article, you have references, but the article you have on a newspaper or, you know, 
another uh, medium they don't have uh, biography so you cannot have out actually criticize this um, background material this foundation material in a way so you know um, we have a lot of different things to see and to look at and I think one last one last important thing very important thing is actually logic and it's something as maybe the previous things that I have already explained are a bit difficult to understand but logic is not one of it you know the things that you hear a lot um, especially the last two years most of them don't sound logic at all even if you are not a scientist you don't know anything about epidemiology or you know health science or whatever it is you're hearing about it what false what science false so logic is so important and uh, so don't be emotional just don't be carried out by other people's view look at it in a really logical spectrum and that's a thing that you should be your first thing to do after you you know you find out about things that we already talked about it how to spot by science is the number one should be logic and even if you're not a scientist you know you can still be logical enough to to read and criticize uh, science and spot the bad science because you know most of the things out there in the media in social media uh, in the news they're not really science that junk science the science that are not really good they are not all the facts that you're hearing are not really based in really evidence you know uh, or data that are actually logical or accurate or you know dependent on the case of course so that's my advice advice just look for logic look for data you know the quality the sample size the uh, the conclusions the results all the things that you can actually criticize and be your own you know scientists in a way being your own critique of scientists and just say you know that sounds bad science that sounds not good at all and you know i have to be more I, careful when i hear things that not all the things that you know i hear is correct most of them maybe are not correct so that is another episode of her impact i uh, hope you learn a little bit about science, about science and how to spot it and uh, i'll see you next time another episode